This is CliffCentral.com. Fear's a powerful thing. I mean, it's got a lot of firepower. If you can figure out a way to wrestle that fear, to push you from behind rather than stand in front of you, that's very powerful. Multiplying leadership, moving society the millennial way. But you don't want to end up going after goals and dreams and neglect yourself. Welcome to the Youth Leadership Platform with your host, Fungani Tao. See you, friend. I brought more soldiers than you did. <laughs> Welcome to another exciting episode of the Youth Leadership Platform with Bongani Dao at Simply Bongani on Twitter, Instagram, and practically every other social media platform you can think of. Today we're talking about a very fascinating topic, and that is the industry of independent filmmaking or indie filmmaking. And we have some exciting guests in studio. Because we're going to tackle this topic twofold. Uh, we're going to speak about the nuances um, in independent filmmaking from production, distribution, pre-production, marketing, advertising, and all these different elements that um, make for one to be successful in the industry. And I'm joined today by very powerful guests, um, very young and powerful guests who, who've got <laughs> bright futures ahead of them because I've, I've seen some of their work and, and their creativity. And I'm convinced. I'm convinced. I'm sold. And welcome to the studio, guys. Thank I've got you. Cheryl and Lungile. Thank you. Thank welcome you. welcome <laughs> to the leadership platform. <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks for coming, guys. Um, maybe let, let's start off the conversation with getting to know our guests as we... we, we like to do with the opening sequence. So Cheryl, we'll start off with you and you kindly introduce yourself um, and get into yourself a bit uh, for the purposes of our listeners knowing who you are. That is such a difficult question. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name is Cheryl. Um, I'm a filmmaker and I just started, um, I literally just started making Getting into the industry actually yeah. because um, I have a nine to five, so it was really difficult to balance that out as well, just to, to balance starting and the nine to five. But it's working out so well. I mean, with platforms like the indie uh, grant session, it makes it easy, it makes it, a, a, it gives it that smooth transition into it. Okay. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think, I think that's, that's you. Much about in a nutshell. Yeah. And me in a nutshell. <laughs> starting out. <laughs> Lungi. Oh, okay. Um, hi, guys. Um, so, my name is Lumile Mayindi. I am a Joburg indie filmmaker. Um, I vlog and um, I run a, a, a filmmaking meetup in Joburg called the Indie Film Grind Sessions. And yeah, like Cheryl, I, I have a 9 to 5, but I have a really ridiculous passion for filmmaking. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm. I, I make movies with my friends. I vlog. I I share tips. Uh, I'm very very passionate about filmmaking, so hence yeah, I started uh, a meetup called Indie Film Grind Sessions where we share tips, uh, tricks. Uh, we talk about gear, everything that has to do about filmmaking from funding, crowdfunding to distribution, all around, and we just share information. So. Um, yeah, that's kind of like where we yeah. met. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I attended one of them and I was, I was, it was very informative and very exciting. And I think the environment that was created, um, you know, the, the, the vibe as well, mm-hmm. you know, the space that we were in is, it was very, it's, it spoke to the creative in, mm-hmm. I think, speaking for everyone in all of us that were, were attending the sessions. Mm-hmm. L- let's start off the conversation this way. A lot of filmmakers, always have or more often than you know than usual have someone that they look up to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where they like you know this person created this movie and that movie and that movie and that movie and because of those movies and watching that person you know um create those movies I've that's where I developed my love for filmmaking so Cheryl who is that 
person for you? I have two, but I have one that that is my person, person, person. Okay. I have um, Catherine Bigelow. I love her work and everything, but I'm obsessed with Christopher Nolan's work. Okay. I am extremely obsessed with how he works with structure, how how he would use lighting and elements and objects just to tell you this, or how he uses the camera to tell you the story instead of the characters or what's going on. So mm, he will mm. use the movement of the camera. So you are watching the movement of the camera the whole time. The characters are just there to balance the narrative or but I, I'm, I'm Christopher Nolan is my person. It, it, it's fascinating that you'd say that because some of the movies in, in some of the scenes, the people literally don't have to say anything, but just watching, you can feel a certain emotion. You, you react to certain scenes differently. And I think it's, it's one of those things we take lightly, just sitting at the cinema and you take lightly how the precision behind the person deciding to shoot at that angle and to zoom in, to zoom out at a certain mm-hmm. point, you know, the music yes. behind it and the color grading itself, yes. you know, what, what kind of emotions and feelings it invokes in a person. Very, very, very fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of effort to make a film. Okay. You know? um, um, I personally, well, I don't have a, a favorite director or filmmaker. I've got too many. Um, but I've realized it's, it takes so much to make a film. And mm. obviously it sucks when there's a review that rips you apart. Like two years, two years of work of your Sheesh. life is just like ripped apart. But you um, get on Rotten Tomatoes and they give you like a yeah. 10%. You know, yes. <laughs> <laughs> two years of your life just gone like that. So it, it's a lot of work. Um, yo, it's, it, it's a lot of work. Yeah. It, I mean, like making an independent feature film is like almost impossible. You know, you have to be positive yeah. and you need to obviously work with the right people. And most of all, it's very expensive. Yeah. So to try and make a movie without funding is, it's, it's really expensive. Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah, you know, um, I mean, what what has helped me is, you know, making some short films with my friends. I mean, I, I've had the luck to go to like AFTA for two years. Okay. You know, so I've met a lot of friends that were acting, doing cinematography or whatever. So obviously there's a network of us. So I can always say, yo, Graham, dude, I need like, I've got a film. I want to shoot this Saturday. Um, can you get like two actresses and one other guy and the next thing we make it happen, you know? Mm. But I mean... I can't imagine how hard it is for someone who didn't even go to film school, doesn't even have that background. I mean, like to even buy a camera, the cheapest camera is like 5,000 rand. Like, where do you get that if you, you're not even working or you, you know, like, yeah. where do you even start? So it's really, really almost impossible, but it is possible, you know, yeah. um, and it is doable. But I mean, coming back to the indie film grind. I'm like overselling it here. <laughs> but, but I mean, I guess it's one of the reasons why we started that because we realized how hard it is for an independent filmmaker. It's really, it's really tough. And yes, there are like other ways and avenues to get funders and stuff, but people look at you and they're like, um, you don't have Denzel in your movie. Why must I give you money? To, yeah. You know, I mean, no one trusts like young independent filmmakers. Yeah. So it's up to them to try and make it themselves. And then you can show people like, yo, look, this is what I can do, mm. you know, but it's, it's, it's a hard journey. So w- what are some movies that uh, individually you've watched and you've thought to yourself that one day I want to produce or create something of this magnitude? Um, well, for me, a lot, a lot of that has changed. I mean, my most favorite film director is Quentin Tarantino. Okay. You know? His films are like amazing, you know? Um, but then I discovered a guy called Joe Swanberg. He makes mumblecore feature films. So, okay. so what mumblecore is, it's like a genre of filmmaking, indie filmmaking where they make, uh, they tell stories about people in their twenties and it's very low budget and it's oh, very okay. like kind of like, very minimal locations, very naturalistic. Most, some of his films are improvised. So, I mean, that's a guy that I look up to. Like, as much as I want to make a movie like Quentin Tarantino with like 90 million US dollars budget, <laughs> I, I, I want to get there eventually. But for now, I, I look up to Joe Swanberg because 
He used to make movies with his friends. Which movie from Joe can well, a lot of us? So know? there's a movie called Drinking Buddies. Okay. Um, it's really crazy that that movie was shot with no script. So the whole movie is improvised. What? Yeah, and it's amazing. Yeah, it's really good. It's a really good movie. It's not like an action-packed movie, but it's about pe- relationships and people in their twenties. It's a really good movie, and f- the fact that even before he made that movie, he made like six feature films in a year. That's like Sheesh. crazy. No funding, so that's what I look up to. That's kind of yeah. Show. Yeah. A, m- a movie. Yes. Stands out for me. Um. <laughs> Recently, not re- not exactly recently, but I think about a year ago. Okay, it was in Interstellar. Okay, yeah. Why, why, why that specific? Chris Nolan. Yeah, Chris <laughs> Nolan. <laughs> yeah, it was. No, I watched it, and it was it's it it was really amazing. Like it was just you know those movies where you. For, for my favorite part of a film is the end. So if mm-hmm. you if if your ending is like it's amazing. Yeah, the, the the film for me stands out. So Interstellar was really amazing, and I'm I was already a, like into Christopher Nolan's work and yeah. everything. Yeah, so I think for me and it, he actually I, after watching Interstellar, I got so interest, interested in. Well, I I have always loved astronomy, okay, and science, but I've never really been able to write a science fiction. Okay, but after Interstellar, I was I was able to. Write a science fiction feature film about time because yeah, it just opened up a whole <laughs> a whole other world for me. So what what Ava Duvani has in store for us is is going to be fascinating for you because it's a wrinkle in time. Yes, and yes. you know the the whole concept and ideation of parallel universes, yes. and things like that. I'm, yes. I'm I'm quite fascinated myself to. Um, See that I can't wait actually yeah. So take us through the nuances of pre-production what, what are some of the things that Independent filmmakers need to learn And need to understand um, When making a movie Or if they decide to get into the space at all Gear okay. Cast Crew You need a lot of You need a lot of help Because you have no money Yeah You need your You need your You need a lot of favors You need Right now um, um, we're pro- I'm producing uh, Lungi's movie okay. Called Life Don't And The sessions have Helped us so much With uh, casting um, Crew Somebody who knows Somebody Like just connections yeah. Because you don't have money yeah. You don't have anything You're using what you can to, to just to put this whole thing together and we meet as much as we can to, to get this movie going. So I, I'm doing my part. Um, the other person's doing their part. Lungi's doing his part. So we're trying to reach out to designers, uh, for clothes, to makeup artists, you know, up young, just young, as young as we like young people like myself and him. Yeah. Who are d- trying to come up and all of that. So we're trying to reach out to everybody and then we are also, um, out of our personal capacity, you know, paying for some stuff, organizing everything, just to make sure that this movie actually comes together. Hmm. It's a lot of work. It really is. And we have nine to fives. I mean, that's just... So balancing everything else. Yeah, is, it's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nightmare. It's it, it's it's a lot uh, time consuming. Um, from your side, Lungi? Um, I think the biggest thing is that everyone has ideas for a film okay. or a story. Okay. It, like... Even if you're not into film, you've always had some people have had. It's like, what if we had a TV show that I don't know had like dragons in it, you know, or whatever, you know. So I think the biggest thing that people can do is to start with a story that they know they can uh, uh, shoot. Okay. So for instance, you look at what you have. You're like, okay, I, I've got my mom's house. I can literally shoot a film at my mom's house. Yeah. You know, instead of saying, oh, I want to go shoot at like. You know, Santon Mall, we have to ask permission. And like, you're putting yourself to, yes, you can, but I think people, people need to stop think, like coming up with ideas and not executing. That's like the biggest problem, okay. you know, b- the, the, the gap between ideation and actually execution. So sure. I, I believe that people need to look at what they have and write a story about what they have. Mm. If they have like three, uh, actresses, friends that they know, even if they're friends, write a story for them, you know, and then, you know, get a camera, borrow a camera, you know, you can even hire it from 
a lot of these hiring places if you can't shoot it on a cell phone. I mean, it, a lot of people are very, um, doubtful of shooting on cell phones because okay. obviously it seems unprofessional. It's yeah. like, who's going to take you seriously? Like, Hey, come shoot a movie <laughs> with me. I'm shooting on my cell phone. But the weird thing is, like the technology is there. I mean, yeah. people have mm-hmm. fancy phones these days that shoot like HD and 4K. There was even a short film called The High Fantasy okay. from Cape Town. It mm-hmm. was shot on an iPhone yeah. 7 and it went to the Toronto International Festival. And it Jeez. looks good. Yeah. You know, as much as yes, you want to have quality, but you want to tell your story, which is like the number one thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, people used to watch these Nigerian movies that are bad quality, but because <laughs> the story is good, <laughs> they watch them anyway. You know, yes. like, you know, so. I and think, the industry has grown. They, they, it has. they make a heck of a lot of money because yeah. they've got that viewership and, exactly. and that fan base um, and on lock. They've secured yeah. their audience. Yeah. They started making movies and they just made a lot of them and built an audience and obviously improved and made, made the, the industry better and the stories better. And that's how I think we need to start. We need to stop making excuses mm. in terms of, no, I don't have money. I'm going to get funding. <laughs> yeah. I meet so many people that are like, Oh, I don't have funding. Yeah. I know I've got a script, but I'm just going to apply for funding. For funding. Yeah. Like yeah. you will never make your film. It's interesting that you, you mentioned the use of phones. How, how does one, you know, turn their phone into like a, a camera that's, that's capable of more than just, you know, what a phones can, mm-hmm. yeah, you okay. know, can shoot yep. on so, their own. Yeah. So, well, there are apps, you know, that you can get. Okay. Uh, there are free ones and some are not free. So whether you, you have an iPhone, you have an Android or an iOS, you can get an app called Filmic Pro. Okay. It costs 200 bucks. So you can get it on Google Play or on iTunes. And then obviously install it on your phone and then it has all the controls that cameras have oh, on your phone. Okay. So you can shoot slow motion, change the frame rate, do all these things and then obviously shoot on your film and then obviously get that footage off your phone into your computer and start editing it. So it's really, really? that easy. Okay. It's literally 200 bucks. Yeah. There's even uh, cheaper free ones that are like open camera, which is an Android based one. And you just install it on your phone from Google Play and you start shooting and you can control it. It, it makes the camera, your phone camera better than what it actually is. Okay. So people can, can start there, you know, yeah. You, you, you got, both of you expressed, um, what, uh, contempt with, you know, the hustle that, that, that goes with, uh, sourcing funding for making films. Mm-hmm. What, what are some ways that independent filmmakers can actually source fundings or, Raise money to actually start on the script. I mean, most of the time you don't really need money. I know this sounds weird, but you need resources. So personally, what I've done, I, okay, let's say from our film, we're like, okay, cool. We've got a film. We need clothes for our actors. Yeah. And we say, okay, cool. We need brand new clothes because we want the actors to look good. So we're like, okay, cool. We need fashion designers. If we make a post and we say, yo, we're looking for fashion designers that have Amazing clothes. If you give us your clothes, we'll, uh, to use for our actors, dress our actors, we'll showcase your brand in our film. Sure. In our, uh, the actors will, the characters will talk about your brand. Um, we'll even talk about your brand in our marketing of the film. So you okay. see, that's already a shortcut to kind of get stuff. Okay. Or whether someone, we're looking for a location or a restaurant or a bar, we go there, we're like, yo, we're indie filmmakers. We're making a, 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 a little indie feature film. Um, we would really love to shoot here, but we can't pay you, but we can showcase your venue. You know, that's marketing for them. I mean, product placement is really big in Hollywood movies, okay. you know, yeah, and, yeah. and it's cheaper advertising for them. I mean, all they have to do is give us access to their place or access to their brand, like their clothing or brands and stuff like that. So that's one thing you can do. But I mean, another one is, um, crowdfunding. Okay. So. There is a website called Kickstarter and another one called Indiegogo. So basically you make a video and you say, hi, my name is Lungil. I'm making a film. It's called blah, blah, blah. I need 10,000 Rand to make my film. And it's not just enough to just make a video. So you make a video, say, you say, this is my team. This is my story. This is why I'm making my film. This is how much I need. And and you even make a presentation of like, this is how I'm going to spend the money. Right. And then you even motivate the people in terms of rewards and say, if you give me one dollar, 
you'll get a shout out from the crew. Yeah. If you give me five dollars, you'll get a shout out and a signed digital copy of the script or a digital download of the film. So you're enticing the audience to actually have a reason giving, to giving to, them incentives. Yes, yes, yeah. you know. So it's I mean it's very popular amongst indie filmmakers. Um and even if you you don't succeed with raising the money, what's nice about it is that it teaches you how to pitch your film. So mm. whether you don't get to your goal Whenever you say you have a film, you send someone a link of your project where yeah. you, it has everything, your story, your characters, your crew, why you're making this film. And then a lot of great things can happen from that, you know. Mm. So, yeah. Or you could, um, well, I think just uh, uh, another way to keep your film minimal because you're, you're, in, you're independent. Yeah. You could shoot at one location or you should, could shoot trailers. So what I do with 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 my films, which I, we shot a trailer last year, I shot a trailer last year with my friend, um, and it looks legit. Like it looks great. I mean, I say so myself. <laughs> 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 I, I I didn't think it would come out the way it did because yeah. I shot it with my cell phone. I mean, even the lighting is great. There was even uh, faux, fake fire um, stuff at the location. Where can we watch that? Uh, it's not uh, anywhere, but I'll, I can put it up and then okay, I'll yeah. send you the link and okay, then you can cool. share it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were saying? Yes, I will, I will need my friend's permission. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so you could shoot trailers. You could actually, because you have this full script and you know what scenes you want to tra- you to, co- to go into the trailer, yeah. you could literally just shoot those six scenes. And sell the, pa- and package it nicely and then sell the, the, just the two minute. So, Instead of just going and asking for funding, like applications and presentations, and 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 like you could take all the different routes, but you could you could just almost put it presented visually. Yeah. So you could shoot the six scenes, package it nicely, and then sell it that way. So when 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 the investors and executive producers mm-hmm. and people who, like you want to be interested in the brands, when you play it. I mean, if they buying into whatever you're playing right now, yeah. I mean, they, that's 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 another way. Okay, we'll, we'll switch up the conversation a bit. Let's talk. Let's talk about some of the films that were made in South Africa, and one in particular, actually. Tell me, sweet something. Mm. We 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 tried to conjure a, a rom com of sorts, mm-hmm. and. A lot of, it went wrong in a lot of ways, <laughs> and people didn't go and watch it. So, from from a perspective of people that work behind the scenes, what do you feel went wrong in shooting that particular film? Oh, I don't like. It. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, I watched the film. Okay, um, the film is beautiful. Okay, like you know the quality of the film. Looks good, you know. Um, I mean, okay, let's be honest. Like going to the cinema is expensive. That's the first thing, mm. All right. you know. Um, and you know, the truth is, as much as we tell people, please watch my movie because it's South African. That's not good enough uh. because people are have are used to watching a lot of movies. You know, so when you make a movie, you need to understand that when people get to the cinema, they're going to see a rom-com with Will Smith. And they're going to yeah. see an action. Then they're going to be like, oh, should I watch that? Because it's South African. Like, you know, <laughs> people want to be entertained. And if maybe, maybe there wasn't a lot of efforts maybe put into marketing or maybe the story was a little weak. Is, is, is that what uh, you feel? You know, there was a lot of elements that were not. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, look like Yo. Okay, yeah, so there was a lot of things weren't like working, you know. Yeah. Audience mm-hmm. is very smart. You know, you can't just throw yeah, beautiful yeah. imageries at them and hope that they're gonna just like your film. Okay. You know, obviously the performance have to performances have to be like on point. And um, even the story needs to be engaging because people have seen a lot of romantic movies. So what's different about yours? Yeah, mm. you know, if I watch them, like, oh, that's very similar to that other movie. Like, why must I watch you? You know. So maybe I don't know if it's about originality. You know, because people do watch them. There was the other one, uh, a love. Four letter words, which people receive, you know. So people do watch something if it's really good enough, Mm. 
you know um they do so i think it's just like making an intelligent film that will entice the audience yeah what what okay yeah mm-hmm. no i think i think that that's a very good, good point the don't don't underestimate your audience okay i mean if you look at how we consume content the kind of content we consume and then you you have like it's it, it everything always goes back to distribution okay all the time you have to understand how and why your audience is consuming content, a particular kind of content in a specific kind of way. Yeah. You can't just make a movie because it's beautiful and, and you expect us to and go and watch celebrities it. Celebrities. Yeah. And it. yeah. And, and half the time, and half the time, um, with South African movies, I mean, I, I honestly feel like most of the narratives are a little bit weak. Okay. Yeah, and I think that's why the story is. What, what, what can we What can we do differently, though, as as filmmakers in 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 South Africa? Because there's a lot of movies that are yeah. coming out. I, I think we need to take risks. Yes. You okay. know, the the problem is that people need to convince in, investors and take mm. risks. There's mm. a whole mm. lot of different stories, untold stories. Amazing untold. You stories. know, we have myths. We have like. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah. So to try make the generic uh, boy meets girl, okay, they fall in love with it, and it's like, yeah. You know, what's different about it? Yeah, yeah and, and also markets the films. I mean, some of the films you only find out on the day of release that oh, this film is playing, and it's like it hasn't been marketed. You know, some and. I personally think marketing is not that expensive. There's Facebook, there's Twitter, there's Instagram. You can pay influencers. You can even use Facebook marketing. It's not that expensive. Yeah. You know? And, um, yeah, like putting effort into marketing and getting people to know the film. Not like, oh, there's a film coming out. Please support. We don't even know. <laughs> you know, we didn't know. Oh, yeah. we don't even out. know who the cast is. Yeah. We, if yeah. they didn't sell it enough to, to the audience, that's why I say don't underestimate your audience. Um, he was showing me, Lungi was showing me, um, what Bright did. There's a movie come, uh, that came out of Netflix called Bright. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, Bright. Will Smith. Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He was, uh, playing as the, 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 the premiere. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like, if you hear about that premiere, there's no way you're not going to watch the movie. So yeah, in South Africa, we don't have, the hype is not there. We, 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 we hardly ever know anything about the movie. If you're a filmmaker, obviously you will go, you will go in all the way in. Yeah. But if you're just an audience, you just, I mention movies to my colleagues and people around me all the time and they don't know those movies. And these are South African movies. These are South African, beautiful South African movies. Yeah. And they're like, no, we don't know. But they'll tell you all about these Hollywood blockbusters. <laughs> <laughs> so a, a lot of these youngsters, um, my, myself included, mm. um, we think, we tend to think that, you, to make it in this industry, you have to be under some big company or, you know, get a commissioning gig with some of the big broadcasters and then start shoot, the, shoot for the first time and then put your content out there. But we are oblivious to other avenues mm-hmm. to display our content. Mm-hmm. And that's what I wanted to explore for the next minute. Mm-hmm. What, what, what are some other avenues that we can put our content out there and put ourselves um, eventually, you know, out there for people to recognize and know who we are? I mean, there's platforms like um, Vimeo On Demand. So okay. you can literally put your film on there and have people pay for it. And Vimeo takes 10% of the profits. And you take keep ninety, which is completely different. It's a different deal from what you'd get from Stickinical or and also your film can be about whatever you want. There's oh. no brand guidelines like let's say if you make a movie from Zanzi Magic, it has to tick a a certain brief. boxes. Yeah. You make a movie for ETV, you have to tick a certain boxes. So there's a lot of these on demand brands coming out. You know, there's there's black, there's Quesi TV. You know, even Facebook has an uh, on-demand uh, platform called Facebook Watch. Okay. You know, um, there's um, Netflix. Amazon there's so many. As well, yeah. You know, there's so many. Yeah. So it's just a matter of researching how how do I get on how do get, how do I get my movie on iTunes? You know, um, usually you get through there via an aggregator. Yeah. You know, um, obviously you submit your film and then you wait a few months and if they like it, then they put it on. You know, or Hulu, which is Kind of like similar to Amazon. So, and there's a lot of on demand like brands coming up now, Mm, you know, which is great for 
Yeah, indie yeah. filmmakers. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I'd I'd say we we have the conversation uh, a bit longer or even um, some other day, but I know there's indie grind sessions. Yes. So um, just. Tell us where, when, when is the next uh, session so we can learn more about um, independent filmmaking and how do we reach you guys? Okay. Um, so we have the indie film grind sessions every first Saturday of the month at Bromfontein at the Once in Joburg Cinema Room, Once in Joburg Hotel Cinema Room. Um, so we share a whole bunch of tips and tricks and a whole bunch of stuff about filmmaking and we have fantastic speakers. We even have people, if you have a idea for a short film or a web series, you come and you pitch it to us and then we get, you give you real life feedback, uh, but your, 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 your idea and maybe you find collaborators. So if you Google indie film grind sessions, uh, we're on, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we post a lot of content and tips. And as for me, um, you can obviously also find me on social media at Lungile Mayindi. That's Lungile, M-A-Y-I-N-D-I. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Voo, <laughs> <laughs> all of them. The so, works. Yeah. Cheryl? So I'm very, yeah. Um, I'm on my social media, my t- Twitter handle is Cheryl Flume. Cheryl with a C and double R. Okay. And then Instagram is Cheryl. Mojapelu as an M O J A P E L O and Flume Studios is the company. Um, oh. yeah, it's, it's my company. So Flume Studios, um, as well. It's Flume Studios on Twitter, Flume Studios on Instagram. Awesome. So everyone in the independent filmmaking space can send you questions, uh, directly Anything, to Cheryl if Flume they need help. and Lungile and come to, to the Indie Grind sessions and, and, and learn more. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to speak to people in front of the camera this time. The filmmaking sessions on youth leadership platform. We're switching up the conversation right now and we talking to people in front of the camera. And if you have been listening, you'll know that we were talking behind the scenes um, about uh, filmmaking. And all the details will be on our social media platforms and they'll be on our websites as well. Joining me now um, you is, is, is everything that we as especially black uh, kids uh, grew up on. If you've seen anything from Jacob's Cross to Home Affairs to Zabalaza, you know, Chesa, everything, you'll know who my guests are uh, for this part of uh, the segment. I've got Graham and Zizi Peteni. Zizi Peteni was... was um, was it Vuyo on, on Home Affairs? <laughs> Vuyo's. <laughs> My character name was Tabani. Was Tabani, was, Tabani was, um, Vuyo's coach, right? Y- yes. Yes. So we've got Vuyo's coach in, in the <laughs> building today to teach us a bit of discuss in, <laughs> <laughs> about the industry and acting. Welcome to the studio guys and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having Thanks us. Thanks for coming. Thanks for here. coming. Great stuff. Let's, let's, let's get on with it. Uh, I guess. Straight away, what would you describe acting to be? Sheesh. I just got into it. Nah. Yeah, you just got into <laughs> it. Straight in there. Yeah, you just, you don't beat about the bush. No, um, no, no. What is acting? Look, um, it, it has a lot of different meanings to a lot of different people, but okay. obviously you're, you're asking a direct question to us. And for me, um, and I was having this con- partly with, 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 with Zizi earlier on, and I said acting is, is um as much as it's psychological but it's it's pragmatic okay. and it's and it's it's living or or portraying a particular character and making sure that you 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 knock off the details so it's not like okay I'm playing this particular person and it's exciting yeah. but you have to be detailed about that particular person and acting is also believing because if I believe you, if I believe the character you're playing, if I'm drawn into that particular character, yeah. then you're doing something right. It could, it, it, you know, it may not be everything, but you're doing something right. Mm-hmm. Um, so acting has a lot of definitions to a lot of different people. Um, but I, I would, I would also like to say that sometimes acting is presenting 
but also sometimes acting is representation. Okay. Yeah. So don't get me into it. Otherwise, I'll keep going. I'll keep going. <laughs> Zizi. Wow, my brother is deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, acting is a storytelling, man. Um, all of us as writers, producers, directors, when we come together for a production, we're all focused on telling a story. Yeah. You know, and I believe that actors are the life force. They, a writer, can write the story on paper, and a director can have his vision. You know, his visual vision. Um, and the producer can get the contacts and the networks to, to get the funding and the marketing, right? Sure. But the actors, they are the blood. They bring the story to life. Yes. You know, not that they're the most important part of the crew, but they, they bring the story. They, like, like Graham said, they find the details of uh, the, you can get given a character brief, but as an actor, you don't just read the brief and the script and yeah. just deliver. You go home and you, you find, you find out the details, you know, what mm-hmm. did the director and writer not think about mm. that you can add, you know, the layers you add to the character, you know, and to the whole story, you know, eventually. Um, so yeah, storytelling, um, sure. It, it, it's a, it, and it's a very taxing industry, yeah? The industry in general as a whole? Yeah, <laughs> even, even the profession as, as, as a professional actor. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So how, how, where, where do you get the, I don't know what to even call it, uh, the energy or inspiration, inspiration yeah. to get into certain characters? Because when they give you a yeah. character brief, you, you literally mm. need to think about all the specs that you've been given. Mm. Mm. And because it's not who you are on a, on, on a day to day basis, as much as there may be similarities here and there, mm-hmm. but you need to get yourself into that and portray that mm. for, for all of us mm. to, to, to appreciate. I think every character is inspiring. And I'm saying that because every character is different. And, um, and if there's anything that I know about actors is that they would love to delve into different type of characters. Okay. Right. So some actors are enthusiastic. Some actors are melodramatic. Some actors are just, just, you know, introverts. You know, but, but that's interesting nonetheless because you get to understand this human being. And, and when you get, into the shoes of that particular person When you get into his understanding And what and the essence of what makes that particular character You find it more interesting And that's, and that's what actually ins- inspires us To actually keep going It's, it's when you've got it it's, it's when you've got the character then you, And you breathe you know, the life of that particular character sure. that's, that, just, that just keeps you That just pushes you more and more and more and more hmm. Wow <laughs> <laughs> Zizi, what are your sentiments on this? Oh man um, sure. Do Do you have any f- rituals or <laughs> stuff that you do to to be like, you know what? I'm prepping myself to get into this particular character. As I said, man, acting is about storytelling, and as Lungile said, Ella, it's about it's about the passion. Okay. You know, um, I have a passion for people. I love studying people wherever I go. Uh, I'm interested in different types of people, people, especially people that are different from me. Okay. Um, and the one thing I learn as an actor. Um, that I never expected to learn is understanding other people. The more I act, the more characters I, 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 I get presented with, the more I learn about um, humanity and the psychology, why certain people do what they do, you know, uh, to a fault. Like I, I can be too understanding sometimes. I understand mm-hmm. if someone does something that makes me upset, I can sit down and, and understand it before I lose my temper. I can understand, okay, this person, they it's think like acting, this. They yeah. were raised yeah. this way. They grew up in this place. And, you know, which is different from my life experience. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think as actors, it's a journey. Um, like you said, there can be similarities between yourself and the character. As much as you may pretend you get, you're getting into another person, you know, <laughs> and removing yourself from it. A lot of yourself is, is, is what you actually find. You know, the good and the bad um, aspects of oneself, you know. Um, we all have aspects um, in ourselves, positive, negative. Um, we all have different types of thoughts, you know, that we choose to suppress. But when you get into a character, you get given a chance to explore. What if? <laughs> what if I was, you know, born in this situation or I was first faced with this circumstance? How would I really react to it? Or what if I reacted this way? Where would that road lead me, you mm-hmm. know? But mm-hmm. because I'm a... Sane person <laughs> I'm going to take this choice And go this way But what mm. if I did that And mm. it's, it's I think that's why people get excited When they get into a new character You mm. know like 
it's a chance, it's a fictional, you know, and um, creative chance to explore. Yeah. If I made different choices in life, because essentially that's that's the only thing that makes us different as people. Mm. The choices you make exactly. when you wake up, when you wake up, you make a decision. This is the kind of person I want to be today. This is how I'm going to treat other people that I meet. And it's 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 a decision. Mm. And acting gives you a chance to explore if I made different decisions, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and if I had a different background history, how would I how would I think? How would I function? And yeah. what, what what would be my influences be? You know, so. Let's get into some of the characters that that you've gotten um, a chance to play. In the Dark Knights, we we have one of the most celebrated villains over a hero of all time, uh, portrayed by Heath Ledger, which was uh, the Joker. Yeah. In one of in one in one of the scenes, it's a very iconic scene as well. There's two ships and there's people in either ship. So there's ordinary civilians and prisoners. And he says, "I've I've got a, a bomb in each on each ship." And the detonator for one of the bombs is swapped around. So the detonator for the bomb of the civilians is with the prisoners and vice versa. And then he says, if you guys do not bomb the other guys, then the other guys are going to bomb the other guys. Yeah. And if yeah. none of you act on what I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to bomb both ships anyway. Yeah. So for, for, for Heath Ledger, it's one, it's, it's one of the most important characters he played and teaching us a lesson on morality, mm-hmm. because on one on one of the ships they they were talking about how these are bad people and deserve to die, and the other guys were just looking out for themselves. And it's like, so where does morality come into place in society? Is it mm-hmm. a social construct? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. such powerful enigmatic narratives that we could draw from there. In some of the characters that you've been able to play, what are some of the moments like? The one that Heat Leisure had in the Dark Knight, have you had, and what experiences and lessons have you learned from that? Mm. I'm gonna let you start yep. because because <laughs> you're a bit of a veteran, so I'm gonna let you start. Uh, this one. <laughs> uh, at the beginning of my career, um, I got to play nice guys, you know, yeah, good guys. This was about ten years ago, maybe about twelve years ago. Yeah, uh, I did my first uh, big drama in. I started Home Affairs in 2006. Sure. You know, uh, but yeah, 12 years ago. Uh, it was a nice guy role, you know, sweet guy, romantic guy, just, 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 you know, super understanding guy, you know. Um, towards the end, he started, you know, being a bit negative. But, um, there's a drama that I did a few years after that called, uh, Insiga, where I played a husband who was uh, very abusive towards his uh, spouse. And, I'd never been married at that point. Um, <laughs> and the certain elements of that relationship that I had not experienced myself, really. But uh, I had enough to, 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 to know. And I knew enough people to, to, to do research with and on. Um, but yeah, the negativity that I had to draw from myself for that particular character, abusing my wife, beating my wife, you know, assaulting my wife in all sorts of ways. It took a lot out of me. Um, I had to go to a, play, a dark place that I'd never done before. And I was still still young back then. <laughs> still am, still am. But, you know, I was still pretty fresh in the, in the acting game. Um, yeah, man, I had to go deep, deep um, in myself. I, didn't, I do not like myself during that time of that shoot, you know. Um, I was very quiet. Um, I didn't talk much to the other actors. Yeah. You know, I was... Just in my own space, you know, and I tried to feed myself negative thoughts. Hmm. My character was a very angry character. He was very angry about life. His situation is he got fired from um, his job, um, didn't have money. You know, his wife had more money than him. He was stressed, frustrated, depressed, all these things, was drinking over, you know, and just. And yeah, I had to go to that place, man. And. <laughs> It was very dark, and I'm glad I came out of it. Uh, I hope I was unscathed. <laughs> I hope I was unscathed by it. But, we, hope, um, we hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I've ever, I've never done that since. Yeah. Uh, I've never, I've, I've been, I've not received a role that has required me since then to go, you know, that negative. That, that, that and deep. honestly, I'm a, I'm a bit scared of it. Yeah. I'm a bit scared because I, I was almost lost there. I almost got lost, you know, but it's important to be able to get in character and have rituals, like you said, to get out of that character yeah. and just remember who you are 
And but you know when you're acting, man, you want to get it right. You want to get it perfect, you know, and you want the people to believe. I don't mm. I don't think people would believe that I can be a bad guy. You know, like, you know, angry guy, abusive type of guy, you know, guy who hits his his woman, you know, but I had to be convincing, you know, from my face to the way I spoke to the way I walked, you know, like and yeah, man, I did I did what I had to do. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, when I woke up, I brushed my teeth with anger. <laughs> I woke up angry and <laughs> brush your teeth. I, yeah, man, and I just you know, I, I just carried. I just told myself, I'm 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 an angry man. Life is life is life is bad. Everything is terrible. Like I had to have those thoughts in my head, you know, to to get there. Great. So. Um, there's a couple that actually stand out for me, but. I probably I'd probably go for MTV Sugar as the most standing out um playing a teacher that um that that has a relationship with a student. So um yeah, you know, that was very interesting for me, you know, especially having to um having to ask her to have an abortion, you know, and just, you know, just give her money just like that, have an abortion without uh you know, with a poker face on without any emotions sort of reflecting. Um, um, so yeah, for me, that, 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 that was a challenge. And I think the di- director as well, Tabang, t- um, uh, you know, was great in, 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 in showing me how, you know, suave and, you know, and how, how cool he plays it and stuff like that, you know, all the character nuances and all of that. So for me, that actually stood out besides, I'd say, and there was Tempe Pushes where I played a psychopath. You know, um, <laughs> the funny thing is, I, I I look. I'd love to think that I look like a good guy, but I but I get mostly bad guys. Yeah, I get to play a lot of bad guys. So, which is actually something that actually pushes me as well. You know, it's something out of my sort of out of my borders or whatever. So, so yeah, it does it does push me. It does because I want to understand the psychology of. Of 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 villains. Yeah, you know. Yeah, a million dollar question. D- does it not scare you? You know the 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 the, the parallel um, what characters that that exist in us. The fact that you can reach into yourself and look for that bad person mm. and find that person, mm. portray that person, and sell that person to the world, and still try and maintain. That other person that 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 we know, the fact that these two people actually yeah. exist, mm, and yeah. if Shav came to push, mm. we can actually see this character that they want you to get into. Yeah, yeah, that's the beauty about it, because as much as as much as you are this composed good guy going, okay, wait until your girlfriend dumps you. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Sure. Wait until that moment comes. And then, and then you transform completely to another different person. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So you have this person within you, but acting allows you to confront that person. Okay. Do you know what I mean? To live with that person. When the day comes for that person to, you know, to, for that person to, to manifest, you as an actor know, okay, I've, I've been here in character, you know, and so sometimes, and, 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 and I don't know if you've actually been through this. Sometimes we, it, we store certain experiences, certain emotions, mm-hmm. right? In real life. We're like, okay, cool. We're not going to play them in real life. We're going to hold them. Yeah. Up until a certain time when we get to um, on scene and then we play that particular part. It, it just, it's, it's, mm. it's, it's confusing, but yeah. he's, he's an actor. He'd understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, but all of these bad characters allow you to, 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 to confront that particular person and mm. not, and not, you know, because sometimes the worst person we want to confront is ourselves. Yeah. Is our, is, you know, the bad side of ourselves. Yeah. So if we can look, if I could look into me, right, through acting yeah. and say, dude, you and, you know, I don't want to say these words, but you know what I mean? Yes. Then I'm being honest with myself. And the more I'm actually honest with myself, the more I can easily steer myself into the right direction. Sheesh. Sure. And who would have thought about the, right. the, the, intricacies, the intricacies of acting from, yeah. from, from this perspective? Yeah. That it, it allows mm. you to face that side yeah. of you that yeah. if yeah. it came out, mm. it's, you know, it, 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 it wouldn't be great for anyone and everyone that's around mm. you. Yeah. But because you've portrayed that character, mm. you know how to handle that yes. character. Mm. Which, is, which is something a lot of us do not get to yes. do. Yes. On, on on a day to day basis. Exactly. Yeah. Look, it's most 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 forms of arts, 
are therapeutic. Okay. Most forms of art help you overcome psychologically. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So acting is also therapeutic. As much as we use it as a, you know, as a craft, but acting is also healing. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So, so, so yes. Uh, I'm just, yeah. I'm just confirming what you, what yeah, you actually said. It's an outlet. Give you an outlet, man. Yeah. Let yeah. out, like you said, you you hold some stuff in. You know, um, we all experience loss in our lives, and not even some people don't cry when someone they love passes away. You know, where does that emotion go? Exactly. Do you take it out at work on your partner? Like, where does it go? It goes somewhere. It doesn't just fade away. You know. So yeah, man. You when you get to play characters that require a lot of emotion you 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 think of a similar situation in your life you know if you haven't had something as extreme you are forced to use uh, a lot of your imagination that you know what if or what if i was really honest with myself yeah like i'm really upset that this person you know you know died yes. you know i wasn't ready and it, it you know i understand it that people die you know mentally Psychologically, we all understand, okay, we're not here forever on this earth, but if someone you love, imagine the person you love the most passes away. Mm. How, do, how do you really want to react? Yeah. And how, what does society tell you you should do when that happens? Yeah. Mm. Stay calm, shed a few tears maybe with your family. Be a man. But in reality, you want to punch something. <laughs> yeah. You know, you want to want to do something about it. You want to go to the ocean and shout it out. You yeah. know, God, why? You know? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah man. Well, th- thanks a lot for coming and, and, and hanging with us at uh, the Youth Leadership Platform. We, we really appreciate your presence and the pearls of wisdom that you, you guys have given us. And hopefully we'll be in touch with um, these kinds of narratives as we attend more of, 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 of the sessions and, and get to mix and mingle. So how, how do people reach you on social media? On social media, I am Graham underscore MK. That's, that's Insta. That's Twitter. Yeah. Graham, G-R-A-E-M-E um, underscore MK. Okay. Cool. Zizi? <laughs> me, I'm old school, man. Um, <laughs> me, me too. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be advanced, it. but at the moment I'm, I'm just on Facebook. Yeah. Um, my page is called Zizana okay. Peteni. Okay. Um, that's my full name, Zizana, Z I Z A N A, Peteni, P E T E N I. And I've got two profiles, Zizi Peteni and Zizi Peteni too. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. man. Awesome. awesome. YLP Cliff Central on Twitter and Instagram and Youth Leadership Platform on, on Facebook. It is at Simply Bongani across all social media platforms. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Youth Leadership Platform. This is CliffCentral.com.